0: Cool, cool. All right. What is good, people? Welcome to Transformed and Renewed. I am your guy, Jerry Thomas, and excited to be here again for you. We got a great topic for today. And if you're just not tuning in um, to us, um, this is Transformed and Renewed segment that we do every Thursday. And this is essentially where we. are helping you and ourselves because the content that i share it's also content that i have to use as a refresher but this is where we just strive to grow spiritually we are improving ourselves and this is where we can actually come and say okay let me be renewed in my thoughts my thought pattern let me take some time to say okay how have i done this week how have i done today and what improvements can i make so if you tune in to us now hope that you enjoy today's segment which is centered around is stress good for me so when i looked up the word stress to jump right into it stress could be anything whether it's physical mental psychological financial that causes a strain now to go a little deeper and to also give an example when it comes to stress, a person may say, I feel stressed at work, and that usually means a person has given, they may say 90%, 100% of the effort that they can give. Sometimes people say, I'm just done by noon, but stress comes in when there is more that's actually required of you to do. So you've done 100%, but there may be an extra 50% that you need to do or 250%. And some reason the body, the the mind is just not willing. And that's where you can start to develop stress. In fact, when I was looking at the American Institute of Stress, it actually showed that over 80% of Americans experience workplace stress. Now, I don't make these stacks up, is real. And then, and I think there was another percentage, I think it was about 43, um, 43% um, of Americans, I think between the ages of 30 to 41, you know, experience stress, you know, from work. Um, my stats could be off slightly, but between that 40 to 50% range, that's still pretty high to, Experience stress, and this is only at work. And when you think about, well, where are what are some of the areas that people experience stress, or what are causing people to feel stressed? Well, we're not did a brief, you know, look in terms of researching like current events that cause people to be stressed. You know, one of the leading categories was, of course, COVID nineteen. You know, that has put a lot of stress and strain on a lot of people. But then within that top category, you had mass shootings. You also had health care. Huh. And uh, I couldn't remember what the other one was, but those kind of stuck out to me. I want to say another one was uh, workplace. You know, like I mentioned, that was also in that top category, top five or top ten of categories that people actually stress about. Now, some of the other categories that people may stress about, you know, could be related to relationships. Things are just not clicking, you're looking for a soulmate, or you're trying to get out of a relationship. Now, however that goes, that goes, but I want you to know after, you know, we review some of these um, ways that you can avoid stressing to begin with, you learn how to manage through that. you'd be able to say okay is this beneficial towards me or should i just cut this out it's not bearing any fruit so when again when i when i think about stress because in my own life i can give you many experiences where i face stress and sometimes i face it you know on a daily basis and it's not to say that i stress out but i can feel the presence of stress or the spirit of stress Trying to approach me. And I've learned to find ways to manage that, not just put up with it, but to manage it, to be in control over it. And I think sometimes, you know, going back to managing it, I think one of the factors that can cause us to actually stress would be that we want to control the situation. And if we were to be honest, sometimes the solution from god may not be a, a pleasing or appeasing to you so you may feel well i feel like i can do better or i have the be- the better solution now you may not say that outright but your actions show that i don't feel that the way that i can go about it this way is going to really give me full satisfaction so i want to control this situation and not realizing that you are just stressing out even more. Sometimes we stress about when we go out to eat and the food doesn't come out when we want it to, it's cold, it's not the right order. We stress about that. Like how come they got their food right and they didn't get my food right? So many different examples of stress. And one of the, you know, major downfalls of stress is your health overall because while you may feel that oh if i can just lash out or if i could just tell somebody how i feel they will understand where i'm coming from but you may not realize but stress actually can contribute to just negative health effects one is when you are stressed or in a state where you become depressed fearful anxious you start to one overeat you start to eat Foods that may be rich and foods that are not good for you, such as like chocolate, sweets, um, a lot of salty foods, foods that can be rich and fat, and I mean super rich. And so that is one way. But then another way is you just stop taking care of yourself, like your body, like really get into proper sleep. You get stressed, you know, when things just do not go your way, when certain workflows in your life, just do not line up and you just start to get stressed and you realize, why am I going to the doctor so much? Well, you're going to the doctor so much because you need to slow down. Okay. So I'm going to get right into it because I don't want to take long with this, but I want to provide you with two key scriptures. And of course there are many more, but two key scriptures that stuck out to me in terms of how to deal with stress. And the first one actually comes from the book of Proverbs, and it actually comes in at the tail end. I mean, not Proverbs, but Psalm, excuse me. So this one comes from Psalm, actually at the tail end of Psalm. And I'm going to actually start in, <clears throat> start in Psalm 143. Now, this is a Psalm of David. So the first verse starts out in psalm 143 verse 1 it says hear my prayer O lord okay so in terms of how do you deal with stress this first verse in psalm 143 actually tells you hear my prayer so that means that you have to one be praying to the lord to begin with now we know that prayer is communication with god and some people feel well, do i have to get on my knees to pray or can i just talk to god Any way you choose, you know, for me, when I know that I'm able to, then I do get on my knees and pray. But that doesn't stop me from praying throughout the day, whether I'm sitting or standing or even, even when I go like in different places, like the restroom or just I'm going in the grocery store, I, you know, say a little prayer to God or not a little prayer, but I say a prayer to God. And when I do that, it helps me to say, okay. I'm not restricted to just talking with God. So we know that prayer is communication with God. So going on, it says back in Psalm 43, it says, give ear to my supplications in your faithfulness, answer me. So to go back, the word supplication means your request. So these are specific. So another way that you would hear this is, Hear my prayer, O Lord, give ear to my request, specific request, which means that instead of saying, Lord, bless my health, when you have a supplication, this is taking it a step further to be specific, it's saying, Lord, bless my mental, my bless my, my brain, so that way I can think, Lord, thoughts that are holy, that are um, God-inspired, that are God-breathed, um, Help my mind to just receive thoughts from you. That's what supplication is. Taking a step further instead of being generic. Okay. So this says in your faithfulness, answer me and in your righteousness, do not enter into judgment with your servant. And then going down to verse three says, for the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness. Okay. So I'm gonna pause right there. Now, when you read verse 3, just those three lines in the New King James Version, you may say that David could be under some type of stress because the enemy is persecuting my soul, okay? So to persecute is to really ex- to experience heavily, heavy affliction from the enemy or, f- or from another person. Um, or it could even be from a demonic spirit, but you are experiencing persecution, attacks on you. And it says, he has crushed my life to the ground. And so he's already persecuted my soul and he's crushing my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness. Now just imagine being in a dark room and no light is on for 24 hours. How would you feel if you had access to no light? Now you can't tell me that you wouldn't be under some type of stress or you would start to feel anxious or depressed or fearful timid any of the above this is causing a physical a physical or a mental strain on your brain because when you are so used to light being in darkness for so long it does something to you okay and so with david going back to verse one he says hear my prayer oh lord and i want to encourage you to start with that whenever you're experiencing any type of stress whether it's stress that's in a repeated cycle, whether you go through the cycle with someone and you find yourself arguing back and forth all the time, you just can't even seem to talk on the phone. You're always yep, yep, yap, yapping at each other, and you don't realize why am I? Why do we argue all the time? Like why? And this is one way to start. Just pray, and God can show you so much through that. Just praying, and This goes on and it talks about just a lot of things that David experienced in terms of stress. But then he also said, um, do not hide your face in verse seven. Well, going back up verse seven, it says answer me speedily. O Lord, my spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me. Lest I go, lest I be like those who go down into the pit. So the pit is where there is essentially no hope for you. Um, Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning for in you, I do trust. Okay. So even when David was experiencing this persecution, stress, being fearful and timid, you know, just the emotions that come, there was something in him that said, I will trust in you. Now, how often will you say that? Okay. When I'm stressed, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust in you. I don't know why I keep I'm in this situation, but I will trust in you, Lord, because you know something that I don't. And I'm just going to trust in you. I'm going to put my hope in you. And Lord, going to verse 9, David says, deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. That's another prayer. Deliver me from my enemies. Your enemy could be um, demonic spirits. Your enemy could just um, be a just horrible boss who um, just doesn't seem to let up when it comes to attacking you, you know, whether you're doing something good or you've made an accomplishment in your boss's life, well, you could do better next time, even though you've done an exceptional job. So this is how we can really ensure that we are managing stress. One is by praying, but then like David said, answer me speedily, O Lord. Do not hide your face from me. Cause your, cause me to hear your love and kindness. So, let me hear your voice over the voices that I hear in my head. Even if I, even if I can't hear them physically, in my mind, help me to hear what you are saying. Um, like I said, Psalm uh, Psalm one forty three uh, is so full. And then when you look between Psalm one forty six through, I want to say Psalm one fifty. Yes. So Psalm 146 to Psalm 150 has something in common. When you think about the first verse, they say, praise the Lord. And that occurs between Psalm 146 to Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. And that is something that I want to encourage you to do is praise the Lord. They can be like, Lord, I just thank you for what you have done for me. I know I'm in this situation. And I don't like it. But Lord, I'm just going to praise you because you are bigger than this situation. And this is temporary. I know that greater is he that works in me than he that is in the world. And I'm just going to put my faith in you, Lord God. I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I know that you are the first and the last. And I want to encourage you to have that type of spirit. That is the same type of spirit that I have. When I approach situations, my mindset says, OK, I know in the word of God, it says he's the first and the last. OK, so I know that this situation is not the first and it is not the last. So when I understand that concept, I can put this stress situation or any situations surrounding it. I can put them in their proper place and say, OK, you do not own me. OK, the only person who owns me is the Lord above. And so that's who I'm gonna trust. Okay, so I want to skip to a last scripture, and this is in Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter eleven, and starting in verse twenty-three. So this is Paul talking, and if you start here, you may not understand the context. But this is Paul essentially talking about all the things that he's experienced. And I just want to ask you the question, whatever you were stressed about, I want you to really understand, okay, this is what Paul had to deal with. So that way, whatever you dealt with, um, and even just going back to Matthew, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you think about what Jesus had to endure. I want you to understand whatever you are stressed about, when you read through those books, you'll understand, okay, I I don't have anything to be stressed about, okay? But looking at what Paul said he had to endure, he said, "Um, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, meaning that he was um, imprisoned um, so many times. Um, Let's see. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep in journeys often in perils of water, meaning in the dangers of water. So this could be, you know, when Paul was traveling by sea or ship, um, I know sometimes he was um, in chains, he was faced or just journeying to um, different uh, countries or, or churches, he was faced with just the dangers of the water. So the waves, he was facing that. Going on in uh, verse twenty-six, it's saying in peril of robbers. So had to face people who were trying to rob him, trying to jack him. In perils of my own countrymen. So people that you know, you know, you are in the danger of them. Them talking about you, or them trying to attack you. In perils of the Gentiles. In perils in the city. In perils, in danger, essentially, in the wilderness, in the sea. In perils among false brethren. So people who are claiming to be of God, but they are false brethren. So these are some of the things that Paul had to face in weariness and toil and sleepless often. So Paul didn't get a lot of sleep. And sometimes when I read, um, when I go back up and read what he had to endure, it's not too surprising that, Hey, I mean, you have to stay on your toes with trying to make sure ain't nobody trying to cap you or take you out, or even just you know, like he said in the wilderness, like wild beasts trying to maul you, going on in verse twenty-seven in hunger and thirst and fast and fastings often in cold and in nakedness, besides the other things what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. So when I read through this, it made me think, okay, Paul is dealing with a lot on a daily basis. You know, this last part said that he was often hungry or thirsty. So that means that he didn't have access to food often as as we made on a daily basis. So we can go to, you know, any type of store, any type of restaurant, and we can pick whatever food we desire. But with Paul, he often went hungry, thirsting, naked, did not have a lot of clothes. Or sometimes he was, I'm not I know... It could have said that he was beaten and wherever he journeyed to, he didn't have the proper apparel to clothe himself. So he was naked. He was weak. um, And he was also just thinking about the church daily. And so Paul experienced a lot. But then when I think about this, it made me wonder there had to be a certain type of stress. But then because Paul was able to put things in a proper context, when you jump to. I want to say a chapter over. So second Corinthians chapter 12 is in verse 10. It says, therefore, I take pleasure in in infirmities, um, which means, you know, physical ailments, or there could be mental ailments and reproaches um, and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. So even though Paul experienced so much often and, We may, if we were put in those situations, we probably, I don't know what we would do. We probably try to commit suicide because that is a lot to take in mentally. Um, Or you may feel like you are just in a very um, low state of, or just state of depression to where no one can even talk to you. You feel just like it's so much. But with Paul, he basically was able to put things into perspective and say, even in all of these things that I experience, I can I, do, I, I can basically take pleasure in all of these for Christ's sake because all of this is for Christ's glory. So because I'm representing Christ and I know who I am, I do not worry about what I'm expe- am, am experiencing because even Jesus said in this world you will have tribulation, but take hold, I have overcome the world and this should give you hope that again whatever you're stressing about or that's causing you to feel just anxious you don't have that peace i want you to know that you can find peace in the word and i know that may sound old it may sound tired but it's not tired this is the living word and the last time i checked the living word does not get tired it's alive and active um as it's mentioned in hebrew so i hope that this segment Inspired you, you know, it riled you up and it really um, motivates you to just take care of business just to know, okay, whatever situation comes that they cause me to get tensed or muscles get tight or I start to feel some type of way. I want you to know that, you know, one, pray about it, pray about to the Lord, praise the Lord that in that situation or even series of situations that you faced. You will not have to be in in there permanently, or God will allow you to make it through. Okay. And so always pray, but also know that if you are serving God and you are representing Him, then you can take joy in knowing that, okay, I know that what I am doing is righteous before Christ because I'm serving Him, I'm putting Him first, and I'm not sinning. You know, I commit my plans to him and I've given this to him. I prayed about it, so I'm not going to worry. And like David said, I will trust in the Lord. And so that's also something that I do. You know, whenever I start to experience stress, I take some time. I think I, I take a breather. I pause and I'm like, "Okay, Lord, what are you trying to tell me in this situation? Before I let the emotion react, because Emotion will always try to have a seat at the table. But how many of you know it's important for the spirit to have first place at the table before the emotion? Because once the spirit can lead, Holy Spirit leads us, then the emotions will align. So that way we are not just uh, we're not reacting, but we are properly responding. Okay. so hope this encourages you. Again, we talked about stress, um, types of stress and how you can avoid stress uh, whenever you feel that spirit stress come about. So, again, if you enjoyed this, make sure you like us, uh, subscribe to our channel, uh, share some comments if you want to. Um, I would appreciate that. And also, if you know somebody could benefit from it, share this with them. But this is what we do every Thursday. We share the word of God with you. And again, we just find ways that we can improve ourselves because, again, we want to be transformed and renewed in our thinking. So that way, we're not just going day to day or in a situation with the same type of mentality, but our mentality has changed. It's like, okay, I'm seeking higher. So, Lord, okay, what does that look like? Okay. So, again, if you enjoyed this, make sure you like, share, comment. And if you haven't, make sure you subscribe to our email newsletter. Um, You can do that by the um, link that I'll share in the comment, or you can go to our website at roadbody.org. And from there, you may see a pop-up that shows up, put in your email address, and you'll be added to our email list where we send you quality emails for you related to nutrition, overall health and well-being, um, and so much more. So we just look to invest in you just by sharing information with you that can help you transform your life. Okay. So again, I hope you enjoyed this segment. Um, until next time, stay safe, be blessed family. And I will see you later.